In December 1954, Henry Soames would hardly have said his life was just beginning. His heart was bad. Business at the stop-off had never been worse. He was close to a nervous breakdown. Sometimes, when he was not in a mood to read, he would stand at the window and watch the snow. On windy nights, the snow hurtled down through the mountain's darkness and into the blue-white glow of the diner and the pink glitter of the neon sign, and away again into the farther darkness and the woods on the other side of the highway. Henry Soames would pull at his lip with his thumb and first finger, vaguely afraid of the storm and vaguely drawn by it. He would imagine shapes in the snow that shot past, mainly his own huge lumbering shape, but sometimes that of some ominous stranger. Though he stood in the lean-to room behind the diner, he could hear the hum of the diner clock, and sometimes he would see in his mind the red and blue hands and, unaware of what he was doing, would try to make out what time it was, twelve, one, quarter to three. At last he would sink down on the bed and would lie there, solid as a mountain, moving only his nose and lips a little, troubled by dreams. Even when they interrupted his sleep, he was always glad when people came that winter. The diner lights were always on, and people knew he didn't mind being roused. The stop-off was the last place until you got to the outskirts of Slater, and if the weather was bad, the stop-off could be a godsend. Henry would call out, I'll be right with you, and he'd pull on his robe and hurry to the counter, blinking, and he'd yell, Great weather for polar bears, and he'd laugh, grim, not fully awake, and would slap the man on the shoulder. Generally, it would be drunks that came after two, old men with bad teeth or no teeth and liver spots and hair that needed cutting. One old man came especially often, a heavy, dignified old Russian, or a Pole perhaps, named Kozitsky, a junk dealer.